Welcome to the third CFFL podcast where we discuss everything COVID-19 with our first responder in the Bronx, its impact on sports in America, how players are getting fat eating pizza and shopping at bodegas, how Wake Forest has the lamest college bar scene, and finally, maybe a tip on where we will be joining Nick and Renee for their 40th birthday and 15th wedding anniversary. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy the ramblings of four guys who have nothing better to do than bemoan the lack of sports in America. Who else is there? This is uh, the lowliest uh, team owner in the league, Christian. Now this, that's the hero of the first responders, right there. Yeah, you're the epicenter, man. We we need you. You're a man on the front lines. How's it going, dude? It's good, man. How y'all doing? Good, man. I I I will never. I don't know about you, Nick, but I would never forget that laugh. I mean, it's the most recognizable laugh until the day I die. I could place yeah. that person, you know. Um, yeah, man. Dude, so, Christian, I have a couple friends in New York, and I was, I was, believe it or not, I was on like one of those kind of funny Zoom happy hour things, and it's it's interesting. He was like pretty concerned about crime. He's in Brooklyn. He's like it's just nothing to do. And he's just like people are just antsy. But what's what's it like in the Bronx, man? So so I uh, no, I mean it's a, great, it's a great question. So um, I teach in the Bronx, but I live in Harlem. And uh, so for the the field report from here is I think that's a a great um, uh, great analysis of what people are kind of feeling here uh, in a city where they are used to going out and they're used to seeing people and they're used to interacting and going to get drinks and dinner and all that fun stuff. So I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think people are, you know, kind of settling in. This is like really the third week that we've been in it. But um, um, I think in a couple weeks, people are going to start to break. Yeah. So it should be interesting to see how, um, how that happens. We also have a lot of kids. We have a million kids that are at home that don't have anything to do. And sure as hell, my students are not logging on to Google Classroom. So um, that just kind of leaves their whole day up to doing whatever they want or whatever they, uh, whatever way can uh, make them money. So. <laughs> In, not to stereotype Christian, but you work with a lot of at-risk children, right? I mean, or are they from better, better backgrounds? What, what are you dealing with? Um, no, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, nothing uh, different from I think what uh, some of our other esteemed coaches in the leagues uh, work with. Um, you know, students from lower SES, I guess would be the correct term. Yeah. Um, I would like to say uh, hood-ass kids um, that are great. But um, they, um, you know, they, they come from tough backgrounds. And so, uh, and honestly, it's very interesting because I got an email from one of them um, the other day that was actually saying that uh, it's easier to do schoolwork within their setting at home than it is to do it at the school that we quote unquote teach at um, because there's a little bit less uh, craziness going on in classrooms and hallways. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been an interesting kind of uh, transition into this corona break. It gives you more time to um, research and study up for the 20, what, Nick, 2021 CFFL season? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a year and a half, man. Study up. Yep. Yep. Make sure make sure that alarm, man, is on uh, on double, double alarm and snooze. But uh, yeah, it, 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 it's funny though. You, you Wimbledon got Wimbledon got canceled today. We're now into the middle of June, July. There isn't much left to cut off the thumb from a college standpoint. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, so I think um, one of the things we can do, Christian Nick, Nick and I were talking earlier today about Florida, and when it hits down there. I mean, you just might as well yeah. develop to have a whole channel dedicated to Florida. I mean, and you have to think it'd be worse down there with all the beaches and just, you know, the the 
the Jeremy's down there. Just kidding, Jeremy. Wish you were on. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And, and you know what's going to hit down there right as we're rolling into like training camp and, and you know, when do you think, Nick? Like, I don't know, April, May, like mid May. From everything I'm reading, and I follow this stuff pretty close, doing numbers and stuff for it, it's that is apparently the problem's going to be if you know the other parts that aren't really impacted yet, if they take the same laws they fare, like I don't know, anecdotally, I know people in, in Florida that were like they had school nine days ago. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, how can that happen? How can you have school nine days ago when you? So, but then again, you know. Their governor is, I don't know, not Apple. Yeah, I don't want to turn it into a politics podcast, but I mean, you know, he can put a full plug on it. I mean, he's following the playbook of, of the 45th. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm weird. Um, okay, yeah. Um, it is kind of. It, yeah, it is. It, it's funny not to go back. I know we were start just starting. We were talking about Florida, but I do feel Christian for you know a lot of the kids too, who schools their only place of. It's sort of the opposite of what those kids were, right? It's the only place to get food. It's the only place to get lunch. And I just say that for like, I use my parents. Um, they in their church, what they do in the summers is they meet and they have one day a week and they pack all the <coughs> kids' lunches who need rely on that school lunch that's their only meal you know and now it's funny they only used to do it in the summer because school was in session typically and they you know and now they're doing it's kind of a nice thing though they're doing it now and they're putting the lunches on the school bus and the school buses and i know this is a small very rural school district but they're still dropping the lunches off like instead of kids on the school bus it's lunches so yeah kind of interesting yeah Hey, Brian. Is that you, Brian? There he is. I am here. Okay, let's see if Nick can jump on. I I, I didn't think that this was limited. Oh, sweet. Okay. So what, what um, I don't know, who knows, maybe a glitch in the system, Brian. Um, cool, man. Welcome, dude. Um, yeah, that's Brian, man, in the, in the flesh. Wait, Forest's finest. Still <laughs> away. Yeah, we we were, we were just talking about the obvious topic of, uh, well, when it would, uh, what, when is this gonna hit Florida, you know, and and what it, what it's like for uh, Christian up there and up up in New York. How are you doing though? How's your your family and what's what's it like down there at the Univ Barron University? Um, it's uh, a small town. There's, we all we're still like under a hundred cases, you know. We're we're. Uh, I think we had our first death yesterday, the day before. Um, yeah, family, we're, we're all at home. Um, yeah, kid, kids uh, home from school, been home for two weeks. Um, I've been working from home for a week. It's, it's absolutely miserable. Um, but it is what it is, right? Yeah, it is what it is. A lot of... Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? Only a week you've been working for home. Okay, so that puts you guys kind of like a week behind us up here. Um, so yeah, we were. Uh, I, I was there was only like three people on my floor uh -huh. um, for you know the last week I was there, so I was able to successfully socially distance at work. Right. Uh, so I went in for like a whole week, and then at the end they finally said, "All right, I have to stay home." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So we were uh, delving a little bit into the topic of, you know, hey, Christian has enough time now to, uh, in Nick's world, to uh, study up for the 2021 CFFL season. Nick Nick sort of takes the Kirk Herbstreet view, if you will, that there won't be a season. Um, what do you think, Brian? What, what are your thoughts? through like August 31st now or August 1st or something like that. So basically saying summer school has to be online. 
Um, I think Duke canceled summer school. So you're starting to see, you know, big name schools getting closer and closer to that deadline. And if you're if you're canceling school up until August 31st, it's going to be very hard to bring on, you know, 125 players and, and basically be in, in close contact with each other. It's going to be uh, hard to justify that. So. I guess my thing is this, the Wall Street Journal had a great article on it, and the guy asked Mike Pence directly, am I supposed to get COVID, or am I trying not to get COVID? And he couldn't answer the question. And if we can't answer that question, then you can't have you can't have more than like 25 people together until there's either some sort of treatment or a vaccine. You can't have 100,000 people in there if we don't know that we want COVID. I mean, I don't know. I mean, no one knows, and we didn't, you know, no one in the no one in the administration really cares about science or filling government spots, so I mean, I don't know, I think we're just winging it right now, and I just, I don't, I just think because it's college, the NFL will play, the NFL will take a man Antarctica if they have to, and put him in a funnel for five months, because there's eight billion dollars that they would lose, I think the NFL will find a way to play the season, even if they move it all the way to like December, and just play through the spring and throw middle fingers up in hockey and uh, basketball. I think they'll do something. But yeah, like college, that's that's a different set of circumstances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of, it, 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 this could it, this could this could change a lot of things. I was I was reading about um, just kind of the the financial impacts of this and like. One guy kind of went off and, and went on, on, a, on kind of a tangent about what this is going to do, and he was saying, like, this could expedite the whole Power Five splitting off from the from the you know the, the group of five teams, um, just because you know you think about somebody like a you know math team that goes and plays Ohio State, um, you know they get a million and a half bucks for that. Well, you know their whole athletic budget for the year is you know all sports is probably. You know, twenty-five million dollars, and they get a million and a half from playing one football game. You know, some of them play two, so they get a million and a half twice. So they get three million dollars. So that's ten percent of their budget is just by playing two football games. So if those football games get canceled, and then they don't get television revenue, their their, their small television revenue, and they don't get their, their ticket revenue. I mean, that's going to devastate an entire an entire year's athletic budget for for some of these smaller schools. And, you know, what's going to happen long term? You know. Yeah, the big boys get sustained years without the money. Um, it's it's the it's the it's the small guys that are going to get crippled by this. Right, man, yeah, I think even the big ones, even I mean, because Big Ten gymnastics isn't going to bring in any revenue. So I mean, I, it will be interesting how much you know, kids. I mean, they're fucking with the shortfall like three hundred million dollars, and for some of these at for some of these conferences, that's that's a pretty penny, but I mean, I just wonder what's going to happen to some of the other sports. I mean, I mean, one missed year is doing all this. I mean, they're they're saying if they don't play the NFL season, that they would have to conceivably like cut half their teams just to re-sign them again if they weren't to, if they weren't to intervene. Same with some of the other sports. Like you're talking like just anarchy. Maybe we need. I don't know. So, yeah, Nick, you know, it's funny, you took, you, yeah, you, you nailed it. Um, there's a, a tweet going around, and I'm actually trying to find it right now, where people kind of like trying to calm people down or saying, do you see what football pays for, right? In most average colleges, Power Five, right, football makes the most, college basketball makes a little bit, and then it's negative for everyone else. So, uh, is that you, Christian? Are we are we hearing the Harlem sirens? Oh, is that in Munich? Um. A- anyways, that it's exactly what they're saying. Is just like you're gonna see uh, sports get cut for a little bit and then brought back. You know, right. you know cause, they miss they miss the television money from basketball. That's the other huge thing. Right, right, and and I don't mean to bring this up to Big Ten schools. Just one thing, but like, how many like Big Ten schools on average? fund uh, 30 25 to 30 sports you know sec not as much so maybe they'll sec you, it's almost like everyone will just get brought back to the middle you know and, and you're right women's gymnastics which big 10 has men's gymnastics wrestling a lot of the things you, you know they don't have so hey, it's crazy no, you said women's gymnastics i just said big 10 gymnastics 
hey, I, I got to take pride in all little and in, in anything I can in anything I can. It's it's funny though. Reese Davis then came out, and I don't know if you guys opened up the tweet that I, I said. And it's funny because Kirk Herbstreit was actually listing like medical professionals, you know. And he just says, and I have his quote here, I'm far more optimistic and more hopeful than Kirk's quote there at this point. I just think it's a little bit premature at this juncture while offering the caveat that there's much unknown out there. Kirk's right based on everything I've read in terms of medical experts. In terms of facts, I'm hopeful and optimistic. He goes on, but he's not like really disputing with facts. He's just saying, hey, let's let's hopefully wait a little bit. But And and I, I, I it's just, it's really also these... If you have online classes, you, I guess schools in session, and this is, I'm taking this out of sports, but what about for those little liberal arts colleges, you know, are they even going to be able to survive? Are we, you know, a lot of those small colleges are already on chopping block. And if you don't have students paying the tuition, it's just interesting to me too, how many colleges will just be, never recover from this, you know, and, uh. I, I've, I was joking around about old Washington's Washington and Jefferson, but you know, like all these little twenty five hundred person liberal arts colleges, uh, it's just interesting. I don't know if, what you guys think, but you know. Oh yeah, I was talking to my wife about it, and just the the, the social aspect of of this is 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 crazy. Like I know we all know Nick works from home, but. Uh, but like you know, I think I think companies are starting to realize you know with the, with the cutback travel, that all those all those uh, you know all those boondoggle trips that all these executives go on just to get out of the office and get away from their their, their wife and kids for three nights. Um, I think companies are going to start to realize like uh, you know that's not necessary. So what's going to happen to airlines? And, and now people are starting to see like you know the, the ones who do still have jobs that that are working from home. A lot of them are going to be like. Well, I can do the same, I can get the same work done from home, you know, can I work from home? So then, you know, you start talking about, you know, office jobs, do, do they really need to be in an office? That, you know, this, I mean, this, this is just, it, it's like expediting all, all this, all these kind of social, social hypotheses that people had over the, over the last 10 years. I think, I think a lot of them are getting expedited here and put to the test. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't help, I know we're thinking of college towns, but like in general businesses, but even more so, these college towns, these businesses, right, they rely on those seven to eight home games a year. I mean, it's, and not to mention the students being there. It's just, it'll be, it's going to be sad, but, you know, I wonder if a lot of institutional establishments, bars, you know, like from the the Dixie Chicken at A&M to like whatever Florida State's bar, you know, to like the ones in Penn State, you know, there's just all those famous bars, Harry's Chocolate Shop in Purdue. Whenever you look at like famous, anytime a link comes up, right, and they say like top 20 college bars, like I'm a sucker, I'll be honest, I always click on it and like, you know, it'd be interesting, you hope some of these will be able to survive, but it'll be really interesting for some of those ones that uh, that do not, you, you know, I don't know. I'm sure you you know what I mean. Some Florida State bar that's like you know the one where like when you turn 21 you do the 20 shots, you know, and everyone there's the bathrooms have you know carvings all over the place, you know, those type of bars, you know. You you hope they don't leave, but you know. Well, well Al, you know, if I can comment on that. Um, since I have nothing else really to contribute in the, in the knowledge of college football. But uh, so as a former employee of uh, El Rincon, which was a Mexican restaurant on the strip in Tuscaloosa, every Saturday we would open up about two or three hours earlier and we would close at, I think it was like one or two. And that whole day of Saturday, whenever we had during day, um, I mean, we would, as, as uh, bartenders and waiters, Granted, I was the only guy on staff at this Mexican restaurant that could speak any English. Uh, but we would walk out of there with like probably two, three hundred dollars in tips. And so that was a huge day for those um, those bars and restaurants on that strip. And so, I mean, I think you're right. I think um, those, like, I don't know, those businesses kind of rely on, um, on that business. And, you know, they know there's a certain number of home games each year and they're going to probably bank on that. Uh, which brings me to my next point, which is the country is still open and, uh, and is 
is hugely important because Picanti is our special. Um, our, our, they are our sponsor, CFFL sponsor. Nick, are you on that? Have you ordered from Picanti yet during this time of struggle? I have struggle? ordered from Picanti because unfortunately I think I'm outside the eight-mile radius. <laughs> um, Christian, will they maybe make an exception for a one Nicholas Humber, who has been a regular yearly subscriber, possibly? Just don't ask his dad. <laughs> well, yeah, considering the last time that we made an order to Picante, uh, they jacked up the prices without us knowing. Um, I think they owe I, I think they owe at least one delivery uh, outside their uh, normal radius. So let me see, Nick, I'll put in a call, and uh, your next chili contessa will be on us. Hey, there you go, man. Sounds good. Um, so could we go back to Christian? You... What so of all the places you found the one Mexican restaurant probably in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and that's where you decided to work. Elden Cone. You didn't want to change it up at all. You, what what is what a fulfillment of a stereotype? Like, I would think you'd be like, I don't want to go near a Mexican restaurant, but sure enough, it. <laughs> well, you know, so yeah, the the name of the restaurant and it's still there. Um, it was recently uh, renovated, uh, it, I think about a year and a half ago, because I went down there and they were closed for renovations. But uh, long story short, uh, I worked there when I was in school there, and um, they were uh, a very crappy, cheap Mexican place to get good food. Um, the big selling point of El Rincon, which in English means the corner, uh, the big selling point of El Rincon was that you could get um, a a 40 ounce margarita for $10. So uh, anybody that was there uh, in the years that I was there, I guess 2000 to 2000, I mean, I'm sorry, 2010 to like 2000, guess what, 13, 14-ish, um, was, uh, that was like a place to go pregame before the games. And so, um, yeah, that was the one Mexican place on the strip. Uh, but then, um, you know, they were slowly uh, attacked by uh, Kidoba. Um, and, uh, but they're, they're still going strong to my knowledge. It's right next to a really famous bar called uh, Rounders and across the street from Houndstooth, which is like the uh, Tuscaloosa Strip bar for college football. And um, yeah, so that, but those businesses, like they relied on that business. Um, you know, every, every home game um, and even, you know, away games, people would come and watch those games and, at that bar, and um, it was just, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how the, like you said, like the local uh, economies are affected by this. So. And, I mean, they need the students there, right? I mean, it's a strip. They need at University of Alabama to have kid, you know what I mean, students so, there. And, you know. Yeah. So, I would say when I was there in the summer, um, which uh, I would work during the summers too, um, Tuscaloosa was like a ghost town because everybody left the campus. And, um, Businesses like like really struggled during that time, um, and they also like, cut the prices. So like margaritas were cheaper, and everybody would go out and drink because of that. And so um, yeah, I mean, if the idea that in the fall it's just going to be like the summer, I, I don't know if they're going to make it through those three months uh, or four months. So. Yeah, I mean that's a PSA for anyone who in college you 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 gotta live in your college town for at least one summer. They pay you to drink. Brian and Nick, do you guys ever spend a summer in Tallahassee? Yeah. 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 Nick? Yep. Yep. It's great. You, every bar, every special, every weeknight, they just pay you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it'd be interesting to see what Wake... So, uh, the only thing is I'd say about this, Wake Forest University is pretty small, but I mean, I, I assume that, you know, they'd still feel the impact of, you know, no students... Uh, not really. You don't think? Okay, uh, small enough. It's a weird school. It really is. It's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's only like 4,000 4, kids. The vast majority of them live on campus. Um, yeah, so there's, there's not, like, there's no, there's no, like, true, like, strip. They don't really have any, like, even college bars. Um, you know, there was a place, they, they redid this gas station that was right on campus. Uh, they, they redid it, turned it into a bar. Uh, I went to try it out. It was a new place. Went to try it out um, on a Saturday afternoon during football season. Um, 
And there was like no one there. And I was like, what is this? Why is there no one? Like, this is what it's walking to campus. Why is there no one here? Um, yeah, so it's just, it's a, it's, it's, it's a different, different environment. It's yeah. not really much about college down Yeah, interesting. Um, you know, changing the uh, discussion to specifically college football, I put in a few just off the top of my off the top of my head topics, but um, one is that I just in my listening of my podcast, you know, we all these college teams, you know, they all give they give out a lot of scholarships, and they're usually over the scholarship limit, you know, because. You can have 100 people through spring and spring and summer practices as long as you get down to 85 but before the season starts. And I can tell you, I think we're at 90. And, you know, it's funny, though. You College coaches use the spring and, and summer training to more or less weed out the players, right? Who it's very obvious, guess what? I'm not going to start. I'm not going to be a starter. Transfer portal it is. Or, hey, you're, you didn't make weight. You're not doing this or that. So it's interesting. I imagine there might be some really, if if there is a season, and I know I guess we're not hopeful, it it would lead to some really tough conversations if they tried to like have a season and 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 you know on off the cuff like all of a sudden for no reason at all you know a kid who thinks hey I have a good chance to start or I'm a, I'm a too deep or whatever and the coach is like you know no I'm sorry I'm pulling I got to give your scholarship away could imagine. It could lead to some tough conversations if there was a abbreviated season. Any, any thoughts on that? I don't know what Florida. Do you guys know what Florida State where where you guys are at right now? Uh, I have no idea what numbers we're at. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're 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 in, the, we're in that we're in probably a trickier situation because we've got a new coach. You know, so he kind of got yeah you know, he he's got to figure out who he has over who he wants on the team and yeah. You know, Kids got to figure out where they fit. You know, instead of going through spring practice, they're freaking, you know, rolling out real steel ladders in their front yards and trying to do rope curls on a steel ladder as opposed to actually practicing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just a TikTok or whatever that is. Yeah, it got to be the same thing. I mean, with 40, I mean, North Hurst, I moved in next door, and he came and goes, uh, he's the offensive coordinator for the Redskins. And I think that dude told him a lot more than he ever thought he was going to be. I mean, could you imagine being a brand-new, like, offensive coordinator, and you're not going to see your team potentially until, like, August? Wait, North Hurst, your neighbor? North Hurst, son is. Yeah, he, he just moved uh-huh. in, I guess. He was with the Panthers. And then, uh, he's a nice dude. I met him. Uh, but, like, Whoa. I was like, you're probably never going to see that dude. He's probably going to live at the, at the office. And then now that they can't even go in, I mean, I, that's got to be like, could you imagine if they're like, yeah, we're going to have a season, no OTAs, though. But same with, like, same with college, like Florida State. Like, how are you going to do that? Like, how are you just going to walk in and be like, all right, let's do this guy, put it in on three? It's crazy. So it really gives an advantage to teams that A, have a quarterback returning, and B, have some coaching stability. I imagine Florida State, you guys replaced. All the old coaches who survived COVID have a building advantage. Yeah. And and you guys replaced, I assume, all offensive and defensive coordinator, correct? I mean, you you replaced all the whole coaching staff. You know, we, we have a head coach, but we had, you know, Offensive coordinator new, defensive line coach new, wide receivers coach new. The, we have lots of new coaches, so it's it's um, yeah, it's really it, it's interesting. It gives credit to those senior teams, like Ohio State, who's crushing it. Man. And Ohio State, Ohio State has fifteen commits. You know, we have three. I mean, they have fifteen and are just rolling like there's no difference. The, the other thing that's kind of interesting, too, is uh, players, and I was trying to look this up, so I don't have too many to offer as an example, but players coming off injury, you got to think those players, man, they don't have the nutritionists, they don't have the physical um, rehabilitation programs and people to help out. They're on their own now doing it, right? I mean, they're literally at home. Fat, right? Exactly. Everybody's getting fat. Maybe the best teams, you think at least 
especially those teams that are middle range where most of those players don't have NFL aspirations. You know, a lot of the guys like what, you, you know, your boy Marvin at Florida State, like he's still going to play for the NFL, so he has some semblance of motivation. A lot of those guys have, they're just playing video games, you know, getting fat. I mean, they have no, you know, those like the Mac players and stuff, they know where they're at, you know, and I, I know some guys will like take it above and beyond maybe and, you know, keep working at it, but so many of them are well, just... What's above the, the and beyond when all you have is campus? I mean, you can't leave your house. Yeah, yeah, and, it, you know, so you're, you're rehabbing... Is anyone on this phone eating, like, fresh vegetable, like, salads every night? I feel like I've eaten everything out of a freaking box for the last two weeks. That's why you need to I order some picante. That's why you need to drive to picante, Nick. It's, he spelled it out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do some pickup. What are you What are you eating, Christian? I'm afraid to ask. What do you got going on in New York City? What are you doing? Uh, you know, honestly, so, I mean, not, not anything too crazy. Um, I don't know. I mean, supposedly we're the epicenter. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, we're just like, I mean, there's schools closed a few weeks ago, and so we're supposed to be, quote, unquote, teaching from home. And um, what else? Um, I want to know food. Yeah, I mean, this is... <laughs> what is it? I want to know food. What are you eating? What did you eat for night for dinner? What are you making? Uh, I haven't had dinner yet. Um, so, I'll, yeah, like um, I'll probably go to like the corner store, like the bodega, and like I don't know, maybe they'll make a sandwich or something. So, um, yeah, I mean, I haven't like stocked up on any groceries or anything like that because. I don't know, I just don't think it's that big of a... I mean, yes, it's a big deal, but I don't think we're moving into, like, an apocalypse. So, um, and right now, like, if you, obviously, if you wait, like, if you go to the grocery stores, like, you have to wait in these long lines because you have to maintain social distancing. They only let so many people in the stores. But, um, yeah, I mean, right now, it's kind of, like, split between, in terms of what I'm eating, uh, split between, like, the, whatever they make at a bodega and then the, like, the pizza Exactly, and that's what the college, that's what these football players are eating, bodega and pizza, you know, instead of the nutrition table, you know, it's, 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 instead of, the ones who had to take off weight, the ones who had to add weight, you know, it's all just like, who knows, so, you know, I guess at the end of the day, then it is, it's Clemson, Oklahoma, you know, Alabama, Ohio State, again, but, you know, Georgia, but, uh, yeah, I guess it'll be interesting. I, do you guys, what fantasy players, any on your teams that are injured or anything that are kind of working on rehab? I actually really couldn't find, I, I couldn't find too many. We've, we've had some trans, transfers. I, I know we, we had, a, you know, to Ohio State, but uh, um, what's his name? The Oklahoma running back, Brian, uh, or Nick, who, who is he off the top? I don't know. Yeah, Trey Sermon. Yeah, Trey Sermon transfer. But do you guys have any any fantasy players off the top of your head coming off injury that would be important to the league? I I, I don't on my team. I, I don't know if you guys did. No, not over right now. No. Yeah. No, I just I have, uh, I have my local guy Sage Surratt. He 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 got hurt um, like week nine or something like that. Are you his shoulder, so he's really having that, but he should be fine. Are you are you going to his house, Brian, and making sure he has enough food and the proper nutrition, man? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he doesn't actually live here. I'm sure he's from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Um, Probably he had to go home. I mean, he had to go home and be with mom or something like that. Yeah, I'm looking him up. Let's see here. He is, where is Satrack hanging out right now? Uh, Lincolnton, Lincolnton, North Carolina. Lincolnton. No idea where that is. Either no that, that it's not near Wake. So anyways, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Well, I'm you know, glad. Hopefully you guys are doing well and everything. Um, I don't know. Any other thoughts on uh, college football and COVID-19? So we have Nick. Nick has a no-go, right? Nick, you have... No NHL, no baseball, no basketball. I hope, I hope I'm wrong, man. 
I know you do. I know. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. No one's saying you're rooting, but pretty much you're thinking no. Brian, what do you think is going to happen? Any predictions? I'm 50-50 I'm right now. I'm yeah. Open. Just let it. The only thing I keep thinking, too, is it's funny. Where it's up in the northern, these northern states, pretty high. But like Nick, like you said, mid-May when it hits the south, it... Florida I, I th- is going to get murdered. I like, think, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> Florida is going to get just absolutely ransacked. And the reason some of these numbers are down is because no one has the testing yet. But yeah. I mean, like, some of the reports are like five out of like ten people they're testing. Like, they actually test down there, actually have it. It's it, it's going to make news. Like, anything anyone's talking about New York, Florida is going to be even much bigger. Yeah, and I, mean, I guess what I'm thinking is, while those states down in the south, the you know heartbeat of college football, you're you're kind of hearing like, eh, and it's far enough away. But when it gets closer and it and it starts getting and hitting Florida and and, and Georgia, I imagine at that time it'll start to come in, come in, you know, pr- provide some clarity on that, and and it won't be good for college football, you know, because they'll be like. Not, they don't have a college football news Mike Leach did secure um, a commitment from Sawyer Robertson one of the best uh, quarterbacks out of 2021 so he is he is kind of the first to fall to the Mike Leach um, the Mike Leach power if you will so that's that's he just committed today so yeah you've seen some guys commit and stuff but yeah when it hits those southern states and they start flipping out and it's closer to college football season I think that's when you'll see it probably happen what do you think, Christian? What do, what do you think about sports? What What do you think is going to happen? Baseball, football, basketball? Give me your expertise. Uh, Alabama? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I uh, You know, I think um, I'll make this prediction. I think I think the season is uh, 100% going to happen. Um, and that's coming from the, the, the person with the least amount of sports and college football knowledge, so that probably tells you what is going to happen in that prediction. But, um, yeah, I wanted, to, I, I wanted to know if, like, maybe the NCAA is going to have, like, a database of, like, people or players that have coronavirus so that we would at least know who's affected on our teams. Um, I, I looked up college football players with coronavirus, and I'm not really getting a lot of... Stuff, but I feel like that should be something that should be made public. Dude, we can't even test people who are like basically coughing in the hospital. That's, I, that's, that'd be commendable if we could get college football database. If we get a database on that, I'd pay for it. Yeah, um, I love I love the research, Christian. Though, love that. Get get on that. All right. Look at this. We got ourselves some real research. We got a. Yeah, I, I googled uh, college football players with coronavirus to see if anybody on my team uh, had it, but it doesn't bring up a lot of stuff. It just says, uh, like, there's nobody really, there's some guy from, I guess, in the MLS that has it, but uh, it's not bringing up a lot of information. So, I don't know, I feel like they need to provide that because that could affect people's uh, rosters. Well, <laughs> That that is a dedication and commitment that um, we're all looking for for CFFL. Nick and Brian, that is that's that's what we're looking for, man. We're worried about rosters. That's that's great. <laughs> I I think there's also like legal legal stuff. Honestly, Christian, like there's somebody in the local here in the city community center that got it, and there's some you know we have three people and they. They they said like they can't name who it is and there's all kinds of legal stuff and and yeah. as Nick said too, like it's probably not accurate whatever it is with due to the testing you know I mean who you know I mean, who knows 
but um, yeah, no, man. I mean, yeah. we um, you should reach out to uh, the good Dr. Emmert, um, president of NCAA, and say, you know, hey, I'm in a college fantasy football league, and I need to know, you know, for my lineup, what's going on here. So he I, doesn't have time for that. He took a twenty percent pay cut. That means he's taking a forty percent hours cut. I know. Uh, uh, oh, 24 24-7. 24 hours a week, seven months a year. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is kind of funny though. You know, Kirby Smart was um, quarantined. He he quarantined himself. I don't know if he has it or not, but he had symptoms. Um, it is kind of interesting how Saban and a lot of these guys really haven't said anything. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I actually was thinking a lot of these guys as the figureheads for the universities would have come out and, and said something, but I, I guess there's no reason to right now or whatever, you know. At this point in time, it's just so early. I, I know Franklin did, but, you know, he talked about he his daughter has sickle cell. Um, she's positive for sickle cell. Um, uh, and, and so, like, she's at, like, higher risk and stuff. So he said a few things, and they're having, you know, they're doing... They're doing Zoom, uh, Zoom, you know, press conferences. But do you guys think that Saban or Dabo or any of those guys would have said anything, like as figureheads? I don't know. I, maybe that was too much to think about. I thought Coach Young did. I thought he said something. Oh, did he? Um, maybe it wasn't legible. Yeah, maybe he did. No one could understand. <laughs> he he did, Brian. Who knows? What if Coach O Nick sung Happy Birthday? That's the length of time you have to wash your hands, so let right. Coach O do that for you. If, if, if you're like, man, I don't know how to wash my hands, but you know what? Coach O's going to show me how, and now I understand. If you are in that demo, just, just do yourself a favor and just keep walking. Right, get your affairs in order. Oh, hey. Just keep walking. Hey, great. One thing I did forget I put in there. Did you guys see that Ole Miss? Or did I send that to... Did I send that to somebody? I might have sent it to you guys. Ole Miss sent out... Oh, this is... I love it. It In an amusing way. Yeah, Football in the South. Me. Right. You saw it, Nick. My favorite story of the year. Brian, Brian, you sent it out. Right. I, I saw it because you sent yeah. it out. I knew it, Brian. So, Brian, you explained for the... Podcast audience, with that, with that said. There's a pandemic going on. There's a good chance that if you're old, you might die. Write us in your will, please. Thanks. Yeah, little, little hottie toddy, or no, um, uh, little, get a little Colonel Reb money in there. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't seen more of that. That was, that was great. I love that. So, Christian, did you see that? Basically, Ole Miss came out and said, "Hey, you know, with this pandemic." Make sure to get your affairs in order, and it's also a good opportunity to leave in your will money for Ole Miss. <laughs> I, I do, I do, I do see that, and I, you know, it's funny because I, I don't, um, I don't know if that surprises me so much because I think people there like they see that like they're just like every, every uh, other schools, like they see like their family as being part or their university is being part of their family and their family is being part of the university. And so, I mean, that was pretty crazy. I mean, I, I think it's pretty bad timing. Um, they probably should have worn it in another way. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think down, kind of like we were talking about earlier, like schools down in the South, like, I don't know, it's a different, uh, and, and, and schools up North too. I, um, there's a there's a different complex that goes on when it comes to donating money to the university. I, uh, You know what? I gotta be honest. Like, I think for me, what was funny was just seeing it. Listen, they worded it as best as you could word it. You know, I mean, there's no way around it. But you know how you interpret it is still funny. You couldn't word it any better. And the timing of it, ah, when else are you gonna send it? You know. But and I, I agree. Like it is. It's. I think that is it a little bit more in the South. But it's just it's just college football for you, right? I mean. Shoot, if if listen, if I could pay a thousand dollars and get a brick with my name on it somewhere in State College, shoot, man, I I'd do it yeah. in a second, you know. So it, it, you're right that you, you said it well. It, it was just funny to see, right? I guess that's what it was I, to me. It was just like to actually see it worded. Um, yeah, and I think there's a lot of uh, feelings going about around about it, but I think somebody putting on paper kind of you know. Yeah. Exactly. So, Brian, that was a good find. That was probably one of the best things I read of the day. 
solid, solid find there. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so let's get down to the brass taxes, the real thing. I, I'm just so Nick, Nick, Brian, uh, Christian, uh, attendance, or give me, give me the yay or nay. Have you seen Tiger King in its entirety? Any, anybody? No, I have not. You have not. Christian, have you seen Tiger King? Oh, oh that is a huge yay and a huge <laughs> disappointment that the other two respondents. Oh, I'm surprised Nick hasn't, I'll tell you, because Nick's kind of like me. He, he watches what he needs to to keep up with it, but he's busy. He's got, you know, his wife's deploying. I guess we can throw him a bone here. I got, I got no treadmill, dude. I ordered one. It'll be our next Tuesday. Oh, so that's why. All right, I can't Nick. Run, can't run outside and watch it. I'm going to get hit by a car if I do something. No, like we that. don't want you to do that, Nick. We don't. I, so before, it, it's totally ridiculous, and, I, and it's crazy, but I think what's so fascinating about it, and I trust you guys know the general synopsis, is that it only is what it is because of the pandemic. There are no sports, and it just came at this random time and just took off viral like nothing one of the, i don't I can't think of a media thing that's more been more viral because very few things can just topple the world with with a, with sports like frankly nothing can and it's just so fascinating that this thing just hit at the right time, the right place they've been filming it for i think six years and you have to go into it there there's a reality show the guy was trying to do there was netflix and then there's the guy's own reality show and this has been going on for a while and just talk about a million things converging at one time to make this thing what it is it, it's really kind of fascinating from that perspective to take a step back uh i don't know christian you watched it do you, do you know what i'm saying though and, and brian and nick yeah sure yeah yeah i mean i think um Tire King is like one of those things. When somebody suggested it to me, I thought it was like stupid. I was like, I'm not gonna waste my time watching this. But um, I watched like one episode, and I was like, okay, so this is pretty interesting. And it's, I feel like it captures the backstories of a bunch of rednecks with parts that have cats, and also only some of this stuff could happen in Florida. Um, so I think it does. Yeah, there's a lot of things where like, hey, you know, people think that this is a crazy story. Those people are people who have never lived in Florida. But the ironic thing is, it most of it's in Oklahoma, and one of the tiger the tiger things are is in South Carolina. Carol Baskin's in Florida, but the majority of it is actually not in Florida. But yeah, still, it's it is it's a treat to behold. That's right. And you know it. Yeah. it yeah, um, uh, Brian, do you have plans to watch it? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. But you may have it. Now I just finished my show about two hours ago, so I'm all caught up on. on I, I watched Mayans for next next uh, next recommendation. Mayans. Oh. up, right? Oh yeah, for fuck it, man. I just want to get a Harley Davidson handgun right now. Just what, are you, what are you waiting for? I, I don't know, the pandemic it. You know what, Nick? It's not that enjoyable. I mean, you watch it and it's just a, a well, lot what of... What the hell are we talking about? It's not enjoyable. Uh, no, 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 Al, I would, I would disagree. It's very enjoyable. It, uh, like... I, I think so I wouldn't watch it unless it became so viral. Like Nick basically was like, I have to watch it to get everything because it's so crazy. Yeah, no, you know what? Maybe it is enjoyable. You know, everyone loves to like look at people and think, hey, at least that's not me, I guess. <laughs> and it, no, it is entertaining. You have to watch it because you have to look back on this time period of this pandemic and we'll get through it and be like, and remember the Tiger King, you know? And and Joe Exotic, you know. <laughs> but but also too, I think the the thing that I uh, enjoyed about it was like I, each episode was pretty. Like I didn't know the story was gonna kind of go the way that it did, and it kind of delved into the different stories of each character, um, which 
introduce anybody and they haven't enjoyed at least the first episode. So, um, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say Tiger King is worth a watch. It, it, it is, and I mean, the gifts are crazy. Go ahead, sorry. No, that's it. Uh, I, I think the best, like, meme I, I saw was, uh, you know, that they said, like, and they say white people don't have culture. Um, and it's like a picture of Joe Zodica next to, like, a bunch of the tigers or some shit like that. So I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's definitely worth a watch. But it, it's also one of those things that could only happen in the south or in Oklahoma and also only in Florida. So. Yeah, and it, it it's it's all about like just zookeepers and stuff and 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 what it what it yeah, and it, it, there's just so many like this guy co- it covers everything. It covers running for election, it co- covers murder for hire, it covers other murders. Yeah. Yeah. Guy turning, you know, meth straight guys to be a guy, to, you know, marrying two guys and who are both straight for math. It it has a little bit of everything in it. it, it it's just it's great. So yeah, yeah, you guys will uh, you guys will enjoy it. I'm excited. No, it is really good. I didn't mean what I meant to say is I probably wouldn't have normally watched it, and that's my point. If it wasn't for what else is there to watch? That's what I meant, Nick. Oh, no. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know it's funny that. <laughs> Good. No, what's up? What's up? No, that uh, basically it's breaking now on the BBC that China basically to date has reported a little over 82,000 cases and they think that they basically didn't report three quarters of a million cases. Wait, who is this? <laughs> who is this? China. Yeah, China. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 700, they underreported 750,000 cases, which probably makes sense now why they didn't start the basketball league back up this week, kept all the movie theaters closed, and ordered another 4,000 urns to be taken after people were burned. Fucking, what a fucking country. It, the, same, the same goes for Russia, right? You're not hearing much from them. They got like 1,200 cases. They got, you know, and you also... Look, you won't get corona. Yeah, look at, look at, look at China. Um, I... I guess I'm pretty used to it. Like I, yeah, you you didn't believe anything about them, and what? But I, I will say you hear so many moralists on Twitter, man. They're like, oh my gosh, look at what China's flattening the curve. It's like, no, there's there's no curve in China. They just take your body and it never comes back. There's no curve in China. South Korea, yes, but the Chinese. I mean, come on, man. Oh, we're gonna play. They were they were supposed to start basketball back up. Well, that didn't happen. How do you just not report almost a million cases? I mean, it's China, right? I mean, it, yeah, you, no one believed it. It, it's. I mean, yeah, yeah. We if they would have been honest up front, if they had been honest up front, and everyone's like, "Damn, a million Chinese just got wasted," then maybe we have the rest of the world look at this and said, "Okay, maybe we should take this a little bit more serious than you know NHL on Thursday night." Yeah, it's, it's it is. So, so, so it looks like we're going to be quarantined for the next nine months, and it looks like we're looking at uh, the TFFL season 2022. Is that one? Um, yeah. This is this is tough, man. Nick, Nick, this may be this this may do Picanti in too if we don't have a draft weekend. I mean, think of it like no draft weekend, no TFFL season. I mean, it's all gone, man. This is... Yeah, because we may not survive the, the winter. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, man, that's crazy. That's, uh, uh. I mean, it, at the very least, it, it'll be severely impacted. And it, people are saying it'll be impacted. It's impacted right now. There's no spring games. There's not, you know, you, you got 15 spring practices. They, they won't have those. And it's football. You can't force 30... You can't force 15 extra practices in a, in a month's time with the, you know what I mean, the summer training. I, it, 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 I don't know, you know. They, uh, I thought I saw NCAA also extended the dead period too. I mean, well, not that it matters. You can't go and visit anyways. But it, I guess it does say people, the, the younger coaches though, who are a little bit more dialed in with like the technology, it may 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 help, but. It, although, how about this thought? I just just occurred to me. Didn't read this anywhere. 
this might this I might have a a thought worth thought thinking. Does it you think this will mean like the second commit period date um, in February would be bigger than another year's now? Like you know what I mean? Kids will be like not as sure, you, right? You're not going to have as many committing, right? I mean, we've kind of gone to a standstill, but they got to still be committing for 20, you know what I mean? For 2021, right? Yeah. So, so it, that'd be interesting. Like, you, I wonder if the December commit date will be much less and February more. I don't know. I wonder what they'll do, if they'll change it all. Who knows? You know, think, about how many, think about how many kids that come out their senior year. You know, they be, they become a prospect yeah. their senior year. Right, well, if they don't have a senior season, they ain't going to college. Yeah, it's so sad. So many players needed to, and not not the ones that are getting offers from Florida State and Alabama, but those ones that, you know, the undersized ones that needed to have really good performances at camps, and they would have, and now they're kind of regulated to, like, maybe not getting a scholarship when they would have just because they can't show off their stuff. It's it's You know, there's fringe ones that are, say, um, uh you know, going to like some smaller school in North Carolina or, you know, like, like picture a player, East Carolina University, right? And he's, he's not, he doesn't have any division one offers, no scholarship offers. He's got some offers for D3 and would go to East Carolina, right? And and have a decent camp and get that offer. And that kid is not going to, and he's going to have, yeah, he's not going to NFL or, or whatever, but he would at least have a full ride scholarship. And, and you know that player's not going to get it this year. You know he's not going to have that chance to show it off. It's yeah. it's weird, weird times. But anyways, I don't know. I really don't have anything out. That's the LA Dodgers, man. They gave up all that for Mookie Betts, and he's going to be a free agent. Oh wow! Yeah, I never even thought about that. Oh yeah! Wow! That's crazy. Also, well, did we text too? This this benefited the Astros incredibly, right? I mean, shoot, whenever oh, baseball yeah. comes, you, you'll see some booing, but not like it was. I have one more question for the group. Shoot. Which, uh, which member is gonna, of the CFFL is going to come out with the most uh, in-shape, expo- explosive Corona vibe? My, my money is on Buster. <laughs> I was thinking Buster, too. Out personal social distancing. Yeah, he, he he can just go run for miles, right? I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Those Berkey Bears Maybe keeping him. Keep keeping him busy. Yeah. And you you know, there's no winner in all of this, but if there had to be a winner. Because there's always a winner in everything, right? For a canceled college football season, I, I guess we got to hand it to Brian, who gets to be the two-year champion. I mean, just soaking it up, Brian. Look at you. You're like the UVA, you know, of basketball here, you know? Just strutting for two years straight. Yeah. Congratulations on another year. Yeah. How do you feel, Brian? champion. Yeah. Not not the way you wanted it, but you'll take it, right? <laughs> right. Right. Well, I didn't have I anything else. Another, another year on my face, but 20, 20 on my yeah. life as well. Yeah. Got to, dude. Yeah, definitely. You're pulling for the last year on there, just like a black square. <laughs> yeah, you got to put something on the trophy. Just the sad, the lost year. Yeah. Is there a who who did someone change? I got a lot of echo. Oh, can I just ask what's the update with the the planning committee for the next road trip? Like when is that ever gonna happen? You mean college football road trip? If we get a season I'm gonna put something out this year. There you go. West Virginia. Something. We'll see. Brian will Brian will figure it out. We'll figure it out. I know you're good for it. We just got to get Nick on board. Yeah, well, we both turned 40, and it's our 50th anniversary, so this may be a tough year with COVID, all three of those things. 
If you made it this far, I am very impressed. I hope you enjoyed listening. We'll hope to get a few more out on the first of every month. And of course, if you are interested, let me know and we'll set up a podcast anytime. Thanks for listening.